So we are in the final week of this series called Reply All. And, and, and I saved this for last because the, it comes up every single Easter. We take the questions that you ask on the Easter spiritual survey. And it always, the, 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 one of the top two or three, sometimes number one, is how do I discover my purpose? How do I know God's purpose for my life? How do I know God's plan for my life? If you're taking notes, that's the title. How, how do I know God's plan? How do I know God's purpose? What, what, what do I do? And, and, and it, again this year, it was number one this year. The number one thing you want to know about is hearing more about my purpose. How, how, do I, how do I find God's purpose for my life? And honestly, it's one of my favorite things to talk about. If you've been around City Hills for very long... Surely, if you've been here for three years, it's, it's probably my favorite topic to talk about. I feel like God's anointed me to preach about this probably as much or more than anything else. It's to help you unlock that thing in your life that there's always more with God. That there's always something better with God. That it doesn't matter how, how far you've gone or where you've been or where you've come from. God always has something better just on the horizon. Say amen to that. That, that if you're breathing, God has purpose for your life. God's got a plan for you. And, 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 and I love talking about it because I understand the value in it. I've seen it change people's lives over, over 20 years together in ministry. Brandon, and I have seen this message I'm bringing to you today literally transform thousands of people's lives because, because it's the missing thing of Christianity. I understand that I get saved for eternity, but, but what do I do? How does my life get better today? I understand that Jesus died for my sins so I don't have to be separated in hell forever. But I don't want to live in hell on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. So how do I find fulfillment and satisfaction? And, and, and I just know, I know that this will change your life like nothing else. I know that it will give you purpose. I know, I know that it will give you fulfillment. And there's so many people when I start preaching this way that cringe at the idea of discovering God's plan in my life. You want to know about it, but, but you just, I don't know. I've tr- and here's the reason why. I think I, I think I know the reason why you're so, it just gives you anxiety about it. Because you've tried so many things and failed. And you don't want to be hurt again. I thought I had the right thing. I thought, I thought this was God's plan for my life. I thought this was the marriage for the rest of my life. I thought this was the church for the rest of my life. By the way, this one is. <laughs> I, thought, I thought this was the relationship. I thought this was the career I'd always be in. I thought this was the business we would always do. And so you've tried to discover your purpose. And now and because of failure and hurt and things have gone awry, you doubt you still have a purpose. Because the biggest lie of the enemy is that your pain is the end of your purpose. That the moment in your life when you, when you mark time, you say it was that day that everything changed in my life. I quit dreaming. I quit believing God. I quit trying for more. I, 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 we, we quit trying for babies. We, we, we quit praying for a business. We, we quit trying to buy a home. I, I, I quit trying to write a book. We, we, I, I dropped out of school. I just This was the day. And your pain is the demarcation line in your life when you believe your purpose ends. If you don't hear anything else, I tell you, you got to hear this today. There's always more purpose with God. There's always purpose beyond your pain. Shout amen to that. And so, and so, and so you live from that moment. Listen, and I meet people all the time who try to discover their purpose apart from God. So now I'm blaming God for the hurt of my life, the pain of my life. And you don't have to amen this because I still know it's true about you. 
And so we go on pursuits for the purpose from God that God isn't in. Let me say it a, a, a better way. We try to find purpose in money and in relationships and in sex and in marriages and in success and in corporate and in all these other pursuits that we go after. And, and, and when we think, well, that didn't work, the, the pain of my life happened here, so I'm going to try something else, and they keep trying to do it apart from God. And then you look back over your life in your 40s and your 50s, maybe in your 30s, and you realize, I haven't really been living, I've just been existing. I've just been trying to get through, trying to find happiness in all the wrong places. How many of you remember that good song, Looking for Love? And Y'all sinners, quit singing that. <laughs> trying to find happiness. Trying to find fulfillment. And I got to tell you, you don't have to believe me, but I'm just telling you, I, I, this is my life message. You will find real joy when you find God's purpose for your life again. When you dream again. When you let God... Invade all those parts that you thought, I'll build my business. I, 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 I'll just, I, I don't know about all of that, but i got to go chasing after this. i got to go chasing after money, after significance, after success. i, I, I got to go chasing after value from everybody. And you're trying to do it apart from God. But write this in your notes. God created you on purpose and with a purpose. God created you on purpose and with a purpose. I don't care if your mama told you you were an accident. Come on, everybody. I don't care if your next sibling is seven years older. Hello. Y'all know what I'm talking about. You're no accident to God. God created you on purpose and with a purpose. God created you. He told the prophet Jeremiah, Jeremiah 1 and 5, he said it like this, Before I formed you in the womb. Hang on just a second because there's a mouthful in that first few words. First of all, God formed you. Look at me. I'm not making a political statement. I'm just making a fact. You are not a collection of cells. There is no such word as fetus. You were formed by the hand of Almighty God. You're not an accident. Things just didn't come together. You're not disposable. None of that's true. You were formed by God. But prior to that, God said, I knew you. <laughs> I wish you could understand what, what, what God's opened my eyes to. That you were in the mind of God before you were in your mother's womb. That God had His eyes on you before you ever had eyes formed. Oh, That God had His hand on you before your fingers ever emerged out of your hand. That God had a plan for you before you ever had your first thought. Before I formed you in your mother's womb. I knew everything about you. And before you were born, so, so prior to you being formed, then you were formed and born. But before you even came out, before you even, before you even took a step of breath into this world, I set you apart. And I appointed you as, here it is, catch this, a prophet to the nations. So important the way Jeremiah writes this. You're not an accident. God has something just for you to do with your life. But there's a sticky part that i got to preach to you in the next 10 minutes. Listen to me. It's not just for you. 
Once you discover your purpose, here's the biggest part, people. This is why you've spent 20 years asking the same question, what's God's purpose for my life? Because once you discover it, God designed your purpose for you to give it away. You didn't catch that. You were listening to the buzz. Y'all think this is my first Sunday. Look at me. Not my first rodeo. God designed you that when you discover your purpose... It's supposed to be for others. Wait, that watch it. I, I knew you before I formed you, and then before you were even born, I set you apart and I appointed you as what's the purpose for Jeremiah's life? Come on, all the English majors. What's his purpose? To be a prophet. That's his purpose. And some of you stop at the purpose and you never realize that the purpose isn't for you. Because if Jeremiah would have just said, I'm a prophet. I'm a prophet. He made me a prophet. He knew me before I was born. I'm a prophet. I'm an artist. I'm a writer. I'm a blogger. I'm, I, 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 I'm, I'm supposed to be. This is what God called me to be. I know what it is. But if you keep it just for you, you will never find real satisfaction. Because I made you a prophet to the nations. You, you will never find joy if you think it's just for you. You'll never find joy if you think you just walk in your purpose for your own satisfaction, for your own enjoyment. God didn't give you your gifts just so you could build your bank account. God never gives you anything that's just for you. God never gives you anything that's just for you. It's never just been... God gave us Jesus. Jesus was God in the flesh, manifest to one of us, became just like us. And He said, Jesus said, the Son of Man didn't come to serve, I'm sorry, to be served, but to serve. In other words, God didn't give me all power in heaven and earth just for me. God the Father gave me all power in heaven and earth for you. Because God never gives you anything that's just for you. And we've created this whole class of reservoir Christians. And Jesus has called us to be a river. Let me preach this to you. God has, God has not designed your life as a lake, a reservoir to collect things. Well, I, I finally got the house. Well, we finally got the ranch. Well, we finally got the baby. Well, well, well I'm climbing the ladder. I finally got the promotion. Well, I started my own business. Well, I finally wrote the book. Well, we finally got a little bit of money. Well, it's fi- we finally got a 401k. Well, uh, p- people know me. I, 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 I got this thing. God didn't just give you that for you. Reservoir Christianity says that my purpose is for me, about me, by me, through me, and to me. It says everything God gave me, my gifts... You don't just know how to sing because of you. My talents, my experiences, my exposure, my interest, everything about me that God made me up is just for me. And it's created a whole class of consumer Christianity where you start thinking that my purpose is for me. Bible studies for me. Church is for me. Everything's for me. The blessing of God is for me. God gave it to me. I'm a prophet. The problem with that is you never will find fulfillment, Jeremiah, till you go to the nations. Because purpose only works when you work it out. Purpose only works when you walk in where God called you to be with others. A river 
Not a reservoir. A river believes my purpose is given to me by God so that I can make a difference in your life. God just didn't give it to me to make a difference in my life. He gave it to me to make a difference in your life. Everything God gives me, it doesn't flow to me. It flows through me. Would you shout amen to that? It doesn't just come to me. It flows through everything I've got. All of my money. It's not mine. It, it doesn't, God doesn't just give it to me just to, to store up in the bank somewhere. You've got to take care of your family and retirement and your kids and all. I'm not saying anything's wrong with any of that. But God blesses me so that I can be a blessing to others. It's a river. God, God, God called you and your purpose. And I'm telling you, I'm, I'm trying to get you quickly to unlock the secret to finding your purpose. Is it's about others. Your purpose is about others. And you'll stop. If you just believe your purpose is about you, your growth, your success, your bank account, your education, just you. God did not call you to be a reservoir. He called you to be a river. Jesus says it like this in John 7, 38. He says, whoever believes in me, as scripture have said, say this word out loud. Shout rivers. Shout rivers. It's God's will for rivers of living water to flow out from you around the world. That's God's purpose for your life. God's purpose for your life is that as talents and gifts and interest and experiences and exposure and, and, and money and blessing and, and resource and people and opportunity, as they come into your life, God's designed them that rivers of living water, you can flow through. Jesus came to do something through you, not just to you. I got more. You want more? Acts 1 and 8. He, it doesn't matter. I'm going to preach it anyway. Acts 1 and 8 says it like this. But you will receive... Power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and it's not just for you. Now I'm gonna mess some of y'all up, because I was raised in in, in 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 a spirit-filled environment. I believe I believe in the gifts of the Spirit. I believe in speaking with tongues. In case that messed some of you up, that's it's out there. Happy third birthday. I I, I believe. I speak in tongues more than you all. I'm telling you, you need to develop that prayer language God put inside of you. It's power with the Father. You'll communicate with God. Your spirit will commune with the Holy Spirit of God. I believe in it. Listen, listen. But I'm going to mess all of y'all up that just hollered. Listen. Because He didn't just give you that prayer language for you. When it comes on you, you got something you're supposed to do with it. You're supposed to be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the ends of the earth. I didn't just give you the Holy Spirit for you. I gave it so that you, not just you swimming around in your own personal prayer time. I gave you the Holy Spirit so that you could do something with your life. So that you could be my witnesses. Your purpose is for others. Shout amen to that. It's so you'll do your purpose. It's so you'll make a difference. You don't have what God gave you just for you. You have it so you'll do something for God. There's a difference between your career and your calling. I'm almost done. There's a difference between your career and your calling. Write this in your notes. You've got you to get a hold of this. Listen. When you are bigger than your purpose, you have a career. It's all about me, my talents, what I can do, how I can sing, how I can play how I can talk, how I can write, 
how, how, how I can lead. I'm, a, I'm the best manager on this floor. I'm the best team leader there. It's all, I'm the best father. I'm the be, it's, it's about me. I got a career. I got, this, I got this thing. When you are bigger than your purpose, when it's all about you, for you, by you, to you, through you. But when your purpose is bigger than you, you have a calling. And I want to call you to calling and not just career. I want to tell you on our three-year birthday, listen, this isn't a career to me. This is a calling we have together. Don't let this church be, my prayer to God often is don't let this church be a career church where people just try it out for a while and then go somewhere else and then go somewhere else and then go somewhere else. Let this be a calling you put in their hearts. Let this be a call. You're called to my ministry. You're called to this ministry. You're called to making a difference in the lives of others. You're called to serve in places like Houston and places like Haiti. You're called to feed the poor in Jesus' name. You're called to take care of the brokenhearted in Jesus' name. You're called to help people in growth track discover their purpose, hundreds of them. You're called to high-five 500 new families who give church a chance, many of them for the first time or the first time in a long time. It's not a career. You may get a paycheck somewhere else, but this is our calling. You've got to find purpose. My calling is to give my life to the hill country. My calling is to give my life to the local church. I'm not waiting to be discovered, just in case you're wondering. I don't mean to brag to you, but I, I, I preach in big stages, okay, everybody? I, I'm, not, I'm not waiting on somebody to discover me. I'm waiting on you to discover God. I moved here so you could know God. Find freedom from your yesterdays. Discover this purpose I'm talking to you about today. And then put it into action. Making a difference in the lives around you. I'm not here to get famous. I'm here to reach a city. I'm here to reach this region for Jesus Christ. Did you know 7 out of 10 families in San Antonio say they're not connected to a life-giving church? 7 out of 10 People in San Antonio say they don't regularly attend, give, serve at a church body. Oh, everybody's saved in Texas. No. <laughs> no, they're not. I know I drive with some of y'all. Y'all not saved. <laughs> I'm here to reach people who've never heard. I'm here to reach people who've been hurt. I'm here to reach people who've given up on faith and I really feel like God's called me as a faith healer, not, not some weird televangelist faith healer, but to help heal your faith in God, in the church, in your purpose again. I want you to know the difference in this church between success and significance. Success is when you add value to yourself. But I want you to live a life of significance when you add value to other people. You can be successful Many of you are, and still feel insignificant. You can find money and, and miss your moment. You can get a 401k and retirement and miss the satisfaction of closing your eyes every night and know you made a difference today. God used you today. I'm calling you on this our third birthday is the end of this Reply All series. You want to know how to find your purpose? I'll tell you. You don't chase success.
Don't make it all about you. Find significance. Chase a legacy where you make a difference in the lives of others, where you add value to others. When you engage your life in something bigger than you, because here's the last thing and then we'll pray. Because when you find your why, you'll find your way. When you find your why, you'll find your way. You'll find your way to serving others. You'll find your way to a short-term mission trip. We're planning in the next several years, already partnering with many organizations. Just had a phone call the other day about going to Latin America. When you find your why, you'll show up early and put donuts and coffee out for other people to find their way. When you find your why, you'll show up early and vacuum the hallways of people who walk in church hurt, broken, disconnected, lost. You'll do it with joy because I get to be a part of the miracle of life change. When you find your why, you'll give the first 10% of your income to something bigger than you so that it can go to places you can't go like Houston and like Manila. When you find your why, you find your way.